Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. My name is Ruthie. I'm not sure if you know this, but whenever I say things we've seen, heard, or read, I'm actually doing like finger pointing in my in <laughs> my recording. <laughs> So we should do this on video one day. <laughs> no, no. It, it goes to show that we really shouldn't do it on video. <laughs> okay. To what we've seen, heard, read, and what we did. What, yeah. Do- pow, 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 pow. I'm, like, I'm like doing that guy. Pow, pow, pow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I did the Darna. <laughs> yeah, like when you did the Darna from the previous episode. Okay. But anyways, um, as we have gone along in modern times, there's been less and less needs or want to have like a lot of cards in your wallet or whatever, in your purse. I, I'm, I'm assuming from women, there's still a lot of purses, right? So mm, put in all the cards know. you want. The For one me, th- I, I bought this case where I put just put everything on the back of my phone and that's it. Mm. The, the one thing that, that I'm kind of sick and tired of nowadays is loyalty cards, like the stamp cards and whatnot. You know, buy, I can't buy, keep track of them. Buy three bobas, you get like certain stamps, and after a certain amount of stamps, you get a free boba or whatever. Well, that's kind of worth it. It is. It is worth it. But I mean, I mean, I've got to the point now where I, I mean, I don't have like an old school uh, wallet anymore. Mm-hmm. None of that leather Velcro wallet things. Literally, just like two pieces of uh, not steel, but kind of like an RFID protected, like a metal kind of kind of thing where the cards are just stuck in there, and then and then the, the money is just wrapped around a band kind of thing. It's what they call a minimalist wallet. Kind of thing. So it's basically like like you're only supposed to carry the essential stuff. So that, that that makes it nice and small and tight, and it doesn't create a huge bulge in your pants. I'm I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking it's like the genesis of this is because you know in the emo days of people where people wear skinny jeans and whatnot, the big giant wallet is like it's probably like unsightly to see. So there's less and less people that want the what wallet, and then here's the minimalist wallet, kind of like was born from that. I mean, yeah, I could see that happening. I mean, everything you can just put on your phone and tap and pay and tap and go. Right. I actually recently just started using that feature, which came in hand, in so much handy because I, I actually left my wallet at home one day, and I'm mm-hmm. used to having um, at least my debit card behind my phone. Right. So I forgot my wallet. I was already at work. I was trying to buy food, and I had no cash on me, nothing. So I was like, let me try this tap and pay wallet. Like, iPhone wallet feature mm-hmm. and it actually worked. I was like, "Oh my god, that's so easy!" I've been why am I even carrying around a card? I've been preaching this since since Google Wallet had it years ago. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right? I like I ever, ever since Google Wallet had it years ago, I've been like always tried to do tap and pay, and but it's, it was a slow growth. It didn't mm-hmm. get it didn't it didn't get really big until Apple Pay came came along, of course. Yeah. So so it, it was that kind of a thing, but but I've been always if I had a choice between tap and pay and Pulling out a card, I'd rather tap and pay. First off, yeah. it's more secure because because they give them they give the 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 register like a different like a encoded a different card, yeah, a different card. It's all encrypted. It's all encrypted. The problem there is that, as I've learned, is that if you do tap and pay and you pay for a product and you want to return said product and they go, oh, give us a credit card number, you can't do that. Oh, you can't even tap it back into your card. No, no, you can't do that oh. because, because so just do it for perishables like food. Yeah, and stuff. so a lot of times for food and like you know for gas or one of those things, I do I use tap and pay and no problem because it's secured and they don't get my credit card. But yeah, if you want to buy a, an item and you think you're going to return it, 
you may, you may want to bust out the credit card because <laughs> if you have to return it, you're going to use ask, a real credit card. Yeah, they're going to ask for a credit card or whatever card you use. Thing, but yeah, so so the the whole loyalty card thing is like every single time middle is was I'm like, okay, do I really need this or you need this? And then I was introduced to this app called Elephant Food Stamp. Elephant Food Stamp. It's like it's like, almost like food stamp, but <laughs> food it's stamp? foot stamp, like foot, like you know, stepping foot. Oh, like foot, foot, feet. Feet, like ele- feet not elephant, foot. not elephant feet stamp, but elephant foot stamp. And apparently, like it, an elephant foot, like yeah. a rabbit's foot, like a rabbit's foot. So, foot. so, so this app is, I guess, trying to find a solution to loyalty cards. So certain certain restaurants or fast food places there. Uh, puts their restaurant in the elephant food stamp thing and what they do is they have like a fake not a fake they'll have like a stamp thing that they that they actually stamp on your phone but it's an RFID mm-hmm. it's an RFID stamp so they'll put the stamp mm-hmm. on the screen of your phone and then that's when it will like virtually stamp your card in your elephant food stamp app okay so you don't have to carry around a, a paper card anymore where they're correct. literally physically going to stamp it for you correct there've been there've been times where I'll I'll go to a place that has a loyalty card and I'll go do you guys support elephant foot stamp and they go oh what's that and then I'll explain the whole thing yeah so you don't have to have any cards anymore <laughs> I'm like um, trying to like foot stamp uh, <laughs> spokesperson here yeah, I mean, for hire I, I'm trying to like like preach it you know so uh, so I don't have to carry those stupid cards anymore so <laughs> yeah so people if you listen to this elephant foot stamp Support it. <laughs> Elephant foot stamp. If you guys are listening, we will sponsor you. We will spread the word for you. Right. Exactly. But but yeah. But uh, yeah. I just I just want to get rid of loyalty cards. So that's all. That's all. Okay. It's very helpful. On this episode, uh, episode two hundred and thirty-six of the Stuff and Junk Show, we are going to be talking about a trip that I went to the California Science Center. So I'll go ahead and talk about that. Uh, we're gonna cover since it's graduation season for high schoolers and college kids. Uh, we're gonna talk about uh, graduation songs, you know, because that's what we do here. And then <laughs> there are there are stuff, there are court carding news articles that I'm gonna mention, and and we're also gonna cover this thing called uh, parasocial relationship, which is a phrase that I've never heard of until the most recent Game of Thrones episode and something happened and and I was introduced to this phrase and we will talk about Para-social that. Parasocial. Relationship. Relationship, okay. Yeah. Not, not paranormal relationship, parasocial relationship. Like a pseudo-social? Like a pseudo-social. Sure, whatever. But we'll oh, get to okay. that later on in the episode. Bum, 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 bum. So, recently, I actually... Travel somewhere. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Where did Albert go now? Where did Albert go now? So I recently went to the California Science Center over at uh, LA. Like it's like a, it's like right across from USC, I believe. So it's hmm. it's it's in South Central, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I remember I remember going. Ah, do we do we really want to drive over there? So not the stereotypes on Central. I was like, ah, I'm not sure if I want to park there. Hopefully they have like actual parking structure. And they do. So I went over there, <laughs> parked this parking structure, and essentially we we were there for dogs, a science tail exhibition, right? And a science tail is spelled T A I L. Okay. 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 So, a so, science tale. Ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I get it. I see, I see. I see. Very clever, very clever. 
The first thing we did was we watched the IMAX movie Superhero Dogs, Superpower Dogs, <laughs> Superpower Dogs, Superpower Dogs. <laughs> it's like it's like an IMAX movie. It's about like forty something minutes, forty five, forty seven minutes long, and essentially covers like five different dogs, rescue dogs, or therapy dogs, that kind of thing. It was a cute movie. Uh, it's not often you watch an IMAX in like the, that seven story size IMAX screen because there isn't a lot of that around anymore. But it, this is one of them. So it's like a seven story tall screen. The real IMAX, as we call it. And it wasn't 3D. Although, I would say maybe half the movie took advantage of the 3D aspect of it. And the other half, you just kind of had an IMAX size thing. So, mm-hmm. it was it was cool. It was cool watching something in IMAX. Because, like I said, is isn't something that you normally do. The real one, at least. The real IMAX screen. So, so we did that. The movie was fine. I liked the movie. It was very enjoyable. Um, there were a lot of talented dogs in the movie. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. And then after that, we went inside. Oh, I should mention before that we did go to the Rose Garden at the California Science Center. That was cool. Uh, there, there was, there was some, there was like speaking of like later on in the, in the episode, there were some graduation kids that were taking pictures in front of the fountain, and and one of them was like in super high heels. And I was telling Jessica, I was, <laughs> I was like, like, like maybe I should take a video of this because she might fall in, and I can put it on Instagram. <laughs> but that that didn't happen, and I didn't do that. Aww. So we walked around where we waited. Dang it! You should have you should have started taking a video and then like slightly bumped into her. <laughs> slightly bumped You're into like, oops, <laughs> sorry. Yes, Not really. Yes. They, video. They, I I I knew they were graduating because they had that graduation cap, so they were obviously mm-hmm. taking pictures. And the robes and everything. They didn't have the robes. It was like a white. They were wearing white dresses. I don't know why. Oh, okay. It wasn't a robe, mm-hmm. but they had the graduation cap, so I knew they were graduating. So, but anyways. So um, we went inside to the California Science Center, and then, of course, there's a store there. There's a bunch of dog shirt stuff. I was looking to see if my dogs are in it, any of them. Didn't see it, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> the, whole, the whole museum or the center isn't dedicated to dogs, the science tale. It was just the top floor. The, the okay. bottom floor is the floor. So it was court. like their feature film or something? It's one of them. And then the middle part was like for, the, uh, was for, was for uh, space travel with the... Uh, What's the title called with the uh, yes that one <laughs> I don't remember what the name was. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, so on the top floor was the dogs, the science tail, you know. So you walked in, and essentially it is just a floor up there. It isn't like a huge thing, but it's 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 a whole floor, it's a whole room, and they have like uh, lots of pictures of dogs. Obviously, they show you the history of dogs and where they came from, from wolves, and there was even one part where they had like fake dog bones. Uh, dog mm-hmm. bones, fake bones of dogs, skeletons, skeletons. Because saying dog bone makes it sound like it's food, <laughs> so you're <laughs> so right. The dog skeletons. So like yeah, so essentially, people, kids can play like archaeologists and dust off the bones, uh, dust Aww, off the sand from cute. the bones. So how come they didn't have a cat section? Well, it's not, it's not, it's dogs, science tail. It's not cats, a science tail. <laughs> <laughs> cats have tails. <laughs> yeah, but but they they can have their own exhibit. Not, not this one. So, <laughs> but of course, for that section, um, I was the opposite. I, I was like a dog because I was trying to bury the bones. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one section where I was just like burying the bones. I mean, you know, like the little kids can come later and they can unbury the bones. Oh, that's right. true. That's yeah, true. See, I, I was, in fact, helping out. Yeah. They're, 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 You're reburying bones. Yes, they they there were like statues there of like of certain dogs. I took pictures of them. I sat on one of the dogs. I took a picture of that. That's on my Instagram. If you want to see that one, it's a fake dog. <laughs> it's a fake dog. 
Right. So and then there was also a part where where you have like a fake leash with a with a collar and you walk and you're like walking through this kind of small maze where where they have like how to how to treat other dogs if you're walking around in Central Park or that kind of thing. Like what do you say uh-huh. to them? So there's that. Uh, one of my favorite ones was they had uh, a Jepod Jepody 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 Jeopardy <laughs> Jeopardy, but the the purr is the paw. So Jepody. Oh, Jepody. Oh. Yeah. And then they have they have they have Alex Tree Bark. <laughs> <laughs> so they had they had that one. And uh, so I, we waited our turn to play it, and then they actually have like Jeopardy, you know. And they had three categories; they're like randomized. Some of them are like Disney dogs or big dogs, that kind of thing, right? So I, you put on your name, and I put on I'll bark because you know I was going <laughs> to the team, so I'll bark, you know. And, and 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 I was like ruthless. There was like there was like a kid to my left, and there was Jessica to my right, and I was ruthless because I was always asking, I was always getting guessing the right answers. <laughs> 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 the the kid next to me you're like oh man oh man <laughs> like like he, he got Not some nice. points Albert you know, Albark he, he 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 beat me well like like for a couple of questions you know but but for the most part I'm like I don't care I'm gonna try to get a perfect score <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough world out there kid yeah it's a dog eat dog world. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm But I'm So so essentially, yes, I did win the game. You know, so Jessica got. I think Jessica got third place because she wasn't trying hard enough. But <laughs> she probably actually felt bad for the kid. Yes, I, I guess. I, I, I don't think she was. She was. Gonna, I think at one point she nudged me like, "What are you doing? <laughs> like, what? I'm trying to play the game." <laughs> Very mature, Albert. Very mature. <laughs> I went for the win. I went for the win. Besides, the kid, the kid played the previous game. He should have actually left and, and let other people play. But yeah. so <laughs> shouldn't he have known the answers then? No, no, it's ran, it's random. They they have multiple categories. Oh, okay. I, that's what I thought. I thought like, well, maybe we should, we should just watch this and just watch the categories. But then when it was our turn, the categories were different. So I'm like, oh, okay, different mm. categories, different okay. questions, or I mean, different answers, right? So there's that one, uh, and then and then there, there's a part where you put your head into this device that you can hear like a dog and you can see like a dog, that kind oh, of thing. Whoa. I didn't realize, but the dogs don't really have much vision. They don't. They I think really they have don't. like what they could see like eight colors or something. No, 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 not the not the color part, but their their peripheral vision is like really slanted. They don't really see up and down in a sense. Oh, really? It's weird. Interesting. I mean, it, it was weird. I was like, I was looking, I was looking through it to him like, wow, you can't really see much. You can see far, but you can't really see much. Hmm, maybe that's probably why they could see far. Yeah. And that's, I think that's also the reason focus, why. They can focus in on, zoom in on something when they're hunting. I think that's also the reason why they stare a lot. Because they're like, they're really, they're really concentrating like, what am I looking at? <laughs> <laughs> hmm, I wonder if cats have the same vision. Yeah, but but the hearing part, they 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 gave it they gave an example of like this is how a human would hear this, right? And then and then they will say this is how a dog will hear, it. and you hear you can hear it's much louder kind of thing. So that's cool. Whoa. Yeah, and then and then the, my favorite part uh, of the whole experience is this is there's a small pad where you run. You're supposed to see how fast you can run compared to like a dog, a dog speed, mm-hmm. whatever. I think the highest I got was ten point seven. So like, and a dog, how pr- fast can a dog run? You you press a button and then and then uh, I ran and then there's like there's like a padding at the end of the wall so you can just run straight and just go with the padding. You don't have to slow down, right? Mm-hmm. So mine was like ten point seven, I believe. I think I think I was slightly slower than a Pomeranian. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, but a Pomeranian can run faster than you. Yeah, not only that, but apparently on on the wall it does say like a typical thirteen year old girl was like 
like 13 miles per hour. So I was even slower than a typical 30-year-old girl. Tells you something, Albert. Yes. I, I, I kind of did want to go back again and try harder, but there was like a line and I'm like, okay, I guess I guess that was it for me. <laughs> I'm just I'm slower than a Pomeranian and a, thir- a typical 13-year-old girl. So yeah. You should start racing with, with your nieces. I'm sure I could do better. I'm sure I could do better. <laughs> And and then that was essentially it, right? You go outside and there's like this playpen where it's like a dog park in quotes because you can't bring your dogs, right? And then, and then basically humans can like play act in a dog park in quotes. And then after that, they, after that you let they let you out, and of course there's a store there to buy stuff. And yes, we did buy some stuff. So, so yeah, <laughs> so that was that was dogs a science tale at the California Science Center. If you're listening to this and you are in the area, go visit it. It's it's worth a visit. I think so. I might come to California just for that. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it'll show up in New York if it hasn't already or whatever. Mm. Yeah. There's too many things going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's where he went. He went without you. But he told you. So uh, a few weeks ago, we got contacted by. Haley from mapleholistics.com. And they were they wanted to like offer us a Silk 18 conditioner. Uh, here, I'll say right here. My name is Haley. I'm the outreach coordinator for Maple Holistics, a company that specializes in natural and cruelty-free personal care products. You know, they wanted they wanted to send us some uh, conditioner and to experience their product and maybe like like you know, advertise for them kind of thing. So yeah. if you notice in our on our show notes. In the, I saw the movie blog as well as the stuff in Junk Show. I did put the the links on the bottom over there on advertising for Maple Holistics, right? And then since I'm a guy that doesn't really have much hair because I shave it all off, <laughs> um, Ruthie was sent the conditioner. So, Ruthie, yes. what was your because experience? Because I have like two feet worth of hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ruthie, what was your experience with Silk 18 conditioner? Um, It for, was... First off, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let, me, let me cut you off here. First off, okay. as a guy, I have to ask you, what's the difference between a shampoo and a conditioner? <laughs> I was going to say, what is the question? Yeah. <laughs> a shampoo and a conditioner. Okay, so a shampoo, it, it's the one that cleans the, the gunk out of your hair, like all the dirt, all the buildup, the oil buildup. It removes that from your hair. So okay. a conditioner then brings back the moisture into your hair. Yeah. So that it's soft and silky and it it's smooth and it becomes shiny. Because otherwise, like, shampoo will just dry your hair out if you keep using shampoo. Although it also depends on the kind of shampoo that you use. I see. Because I, I, I normally use a shampoo slash conditioner kind of thing, mm, combo. Yeah, because you're a guy. Because I'm a guy. And you can do that. And I, I don't know why <laughs> guys can do why. that. It's so unfair. Wait, wait, so, 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 so women can't do that? Can They can't use a shampoo conditioner combo? They have, they have no, to have it separate? No, not really. Because, like... The, the shampoo, like the conditioner effects, like you really need to leave it in your hair for a, a couple of minutes, which actually Silk 18 conditioner um, has in the directions in the back of their bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, because like you, I guess it's because our hair tends to be longer. So we need more moisture, especially at the tips of our hairs. Um, because technically hair is dead. So you have to keep moisturizing it in order to keep it healthy. Um, so at the tips of the hair, it, it, t- it tends to get split ends and it tends to get dry and brittle and it starts to break off. So that's where conditioner comes in to kind of save your hair. Okay. I'll pretend I understood what the event but go on. <laughs> For those of you who heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, 
I actually tried this. I think it's been about three weeks to a month now since I've been using Silk 18 conditioner. Mm-hmm. Um, first impressions, the bottle. I like the um, I like the cylindrical bottle. Um, it's very simple. It's very minimal. Um, I like the fact that uh, the top is very easy to to open. You literally just press the the. There's like a depression on the front of it. If you look at the picture online. Um, you just press the top of it and you kind and you just turn it over and you squeeze the bottle and out comes the conditioner. Um, one of the, uh, also like the, the logo and just the way it looks, it's very elegant. It's, um, it, it just looks very sleek and I like the way it looks in my bathroom because it, it, it kind of goes with everything in my bathroom, which is just white and gray. Okay. Um, you know, the, the, the Maple Holistic logo actually looks very similar to Jessica's workplace logo. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a whole leaf thing. But Are you sure it's not Jessica's coworker who, <laughs> who contacted us? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> okay, but go on. Um, the only thing uh, I didn't like is because the the top part is so wide; it's as wide as the bottom. It's almost as wide as the bottom of the bottle. Okay, it did take some like effort to squeeze the conditioner out. So that part was just a little bit. I mean, it's not anything. It's not like a deal breaker or like anything too bad. But it it's, just takes a little bit more effort. Than some of the conditioners that I use, that the it opens from the bottom, so you hardly have to like you don't really have to shake it to to get. It's like it's like kind of like um, getting ketchup out of a Heinz bottle where you have to shake it a little bit. Ah, okay. So, <laughs> so you, you essentially like the product. You just you, you and you like the way the bottle looks, but you I can like see, the way the bottle looks. You can I like see the like way some the logo imp- looks. You can kind of offer some improvements over how. The bottle is effective in how to get out. The yeah, condition. maybe just the ergonomics of the bottle. Maybe just have it open from the bottom instead of the top, so that way you can instead of constantly shaking the bottle, especially when you're halfway done, um, it it kind of helps it. I guess gravity, you know, okay. <laughs> it just it just falls to the bottom and you just squeeze it out and it's done. <laughs> right. Cool. But that that was my only gripe with it. Um, the smell it smelled amazing. So they sent me the um, the natural vanilla undertoned ones all right um it's it smells like vanilla i'm not crazy about the smell of vanilla but it's like so subtle that i actually liked this one so um and i like the way it made my hair feel even from the first use it it was um my hair felt silky it felt soft um it's gotten it's actually gotten shinier and um, I used to have to blow dry my hair and then straighten my hair, even though my hair is pretty straight, but like just to keep it shiny. But now I just air dry it. And actually, like I wake up in the morning, I'm like, ooh, my hair looks kind of nice. Like oh. what? I, I don't really need to do. I don't need to do anything. I don't have to brush it. I don't have to comb it. I just kind of like comb it with my fingers a little bit. And like, I look like I'm ready nice. <laughs> when I wake nice. up. So yeah. Um, so thumbs up. Yeah, thumbs up. Uh, I'd say I'd give it two thumbs up. Uh, if we were to give it a rating from one to five, I'd say 4.5. Okay. Just because of the ergonomics of the bottle. But um, as far as the looks, it looks great. Uh, how it feels in my hair, it feels amazing. Uh, how it makes my hair look, my hair looks great. It feels great. The scent is amazing. Um, I like the subtle the subtleness of it because I don't like strong scents. Mm-hmm. So overall, thumbs up. I think I would buy this too. Nice, nice. I, I think I would continue buying this. So there you go. That's a Silk 18 Conditioner by Maple Holistics. You can find that find our product on Amazon. So do check it out. The links are also on the show notes. So thanks for listening. 
it is currently May, so uh, it's graduation season for high schoolers and college people um, this month and next month. So me and Rudy thought, let's let's play some graduation type songs, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yay! Yay! Uh, and then all lots of students around the world are celebrating their graduation. All right, so the first song we're going to play is by Vitamin C. Uh, it's called, sure enough, Graduation. Friends Forever. <laughs> this is such a classic. This is a classic. So here's a clip from Graduation by Vitamin C. So yeah, we were talking about that, this. that was a hands up waving from left to right moment. Yeah, if you watch the video, <laughs> which I'll put on the which I'll, which I'll which put I'm the doing link. right, which, which I was doing while that song was playing. <laughs> if you watch the video, and I have it linked on the show notes, um, it, it it the background is high school. You got cheerleaders, you got football players, and whatnot. But we were talking about this off recording about like, you know, the line says we will still be friends forever. Uh, we were saying like how how often are you actually friends with your high school friends? And I was thinking like. Like my core high school friends, I actually do still keep in contact with them. You know, two of them are out of state, and one of them has a family. So um, yeah, we still keep in contact. Not as close as we were obviously in high school, but we we still keep in contact actually. And, and I, I think that's amazing. And what my um, what my two cents about that was um, that I ha- I made friends when I was in the in my high school age that I'm still friends with, but people that I actually went to high school with, I'm not friends with anymore. Mm. Yeah. Drama. And then, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we just drama, drama. drifted apart, that's all. So, so another one, that's one of, it was one of my favorite songs. It, it was after I graduated already, but this is by Eve Six, Here's to the Night. It, it's, very, uh, it's a very sentimental type song. Uh, it's almost kind of melancholy. If you look at the video, it's pretty much a typical high school hangout where people are just like hanging out in somebody's like you know basement or garage or whatever with a pool table there. Although I think this might be outdated. I think people are like around playing Fortnite or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but for me, this is like your typical like oh you're hanging out with your high school friends kind of thing. But yeah, here <laughs> they won't know what that means without smartphones and live streaming and <laughs> yes. having to play the radio and record. Record songs by pressing record on your cassette player. <laughs> but, but in the video, there is somebody like taking a video of the experience kind of thing. Oh, taking right? a video with an actual VHS tape inside the video. Well, well I don't know what the VHS, <laughs> but they have a camcorder. They have a camcorder. Or those okay. camcorder. Okay, camp. Sure, camcorder. Yes, sure, yes. Albert. Camcorder. Yeah, camcorder. Okay. Camcorder. Mm. okay. Anyways, here's to the night by <laughs> Eve Six. Yes, it's very uh, sentimental song. Some of my favorites of all time, but yeah. Um, the next song is a weird one. This one, this song you never actually heard of, right? 
I've um, never this no. Is, everybody's this is free. Very weird. Yeah, this is everybody's free to wear sunscreen by Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, Baz Luhrmann, the guy from. Mulan I still don't Rouge. understand why this is a graduation song. <laughs> no, this is this is kind of like in in the like in the mid. I would say mid '90s, late '90s. There was there was a song that was actually popular on the radio called "Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen." It's essentially it's essentially a spoken word song, right? And it basically, it's like it gives advice to people graduating and whatnot. So I'm just gonna play it as is, and then you can go from there. Enjoy the power and beauty of your youth. Oh, never mind. You will not understand the power and beauty of your youth until they fade it. But trust me. <laughs> In 20 years, you look back at photos of yourself and recall in a way you can't grasp now how much possibility lay before you and how fabulous you really looked. You are not <laughs> as fat as you imagine. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Don't worry about the future or worry, but know that worrying is as effective as trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubblegum. The real troubles in your life Are apt to be things that never crossed your worried mind—the kind that blindsides you at 4 p.m. on some idle Tuesday. Yeah, so basically, the whole song, like five <laughs> minutes long, is him giving advice essentially to kids. Hmm, where was this song when I was growing up? <laughs> I didn't hear it. <laughs> yeah, the whole song. The whole song is essentially an advice, an advice to to kids. Yeah, and It's and. Like- um, It, that one of one of the lines of the song just reminded me of that meme where they go, um, you know that time when you thought you were fat? Like, what was it? Remember that time when you thought you were fat then, but now you're wishing you were fat like back then? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. To be fair, uh, well, to be fair, uh, I like how I look in high school, and I don't need to be reminded about that. <laughs> so it's there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Anyways, so uh, as we were, as we say, high school kids are very sentimental. You know, for them, time is very important. It still is, as far as I'm concerned. But but so this song, "Time After Time" by Cindy Lauper, seems awfully appropriate. So here we go. Then you That seems like it's a play more on like I know the song is more I think it's from a love song essentially. Yeah, like most of these songs are on our list. Yeah, but but this was this was pretty much uh, taken by the graduation people because of the like I said the whole time motif, you know essentially like your friend's gonna go to a different college and whatnot. But yeah, as time goes by, I will still be here for you. Essentially, I guess yeah, is the message. And it was also popularized by um, that movie. It was revived and. Repopularized by that movie, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Yes, so yes. I guess you have that high school affiliation, graduation reunion, time after time. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of movies, good times. Speaking of movies, the next song is by Wiz Khalifa. See you again, featuring Charlie Puth. Puth official Puth? video <laughs> for Furious Seven soundtrack. So yeah, this song was about uh, about the what's his face dying. 
What's his name again? <laughs> <laughs> no, you you didn't prepare his name. No, I didn't prepare his name. What's his Let's name again? Let's just not even talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. Why. And furious. <laughs> Cass. Chris. I want to say his name is Chris. Oh, I, I got it now. I got it now. It's uh, it's Paul Walker. <laughs> oh, fuck. He's <laughs> so off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chris, Chris, yeah, Chris Paul. <laughs> is it Chris Paul? Is that your, your friend, Chris Paul? Mm-hmm, yeah, but, sure. But Paul Walker. Paul so, Walker. So I've always saw this move, this All song right. as like, oh, it's it's a tribute song to Paul Walker for for dying, and he, his last movie was Furious Seven, blah 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 blah, right? So, I question how this was on a list for graduation songs, but I guess See You Again, once again, like like the like the Cindy Loper song, uh, it's a more like a friendship thing. But here, I'll, I'll go shut up and play. We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again. Damn, who knew? All the planes we flew, good things we've been through. That I'll be standing right here talking to you about another path. I know we love to hit the road and laugh, but something told me that it wouldn't last. Had to switch up, look at things different, see the bigger picture. Those were the days, hard work forever pays. Now I see you in a better place. So it really sounds like, it's, it, it, it makes it sound like if you're... If you put this in a graduation setting, it makes it sound like you really had a hard time in high school. But man, we're still here. We're still here, bro. But I mean, <laughs> isn't that what all high schoolers feel when they graduate? I mean, we had that feeling like, oh my gosh, high school was so hard. We finally made it. Like, it's such an accomplishment. Like, guys, I high school is not that hard. I, on the other <laughs> hand, who who watches a lot of fiction and reads a lot of fiction about 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 life, thought like, no, high school's high school's fine. <laughs> I'm not complaining about high school. High school's not that hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so high no. school's really easy. Like you literally just blink and it's over, and you yeah. you graduate for just go- doing what you should be doing anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sp- speaking of over, the next song we have on the list here is "End of the Road" by Boys to Men. So this one definitely, definitely. <gasps> this one, I, like 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 many of our other songs, I believe this is like a love song kind of thing. Like like a mm-hmm. relationship has broken up. But but for yep. for graduation, they, they took this song and because of you know it's the end of the road of high school or college <laughs> or whatever. So here we go. Wait, you belong to me. Wait, high school belongs to me. Yes, <laughs> your friends belong it, to you. You belong to your friends. <laughs> if you apply to high school, not, not the, 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 the what the actual song like, is about. Come on, do you remember how <laughs> sentimental we were when we were teenagers? Like when something ends, it's like, oh my god, it's the end of everything. Yeah. What will I, What will my life be? Yeah, well, no, it's true. It's true. There was a lot of tears, you know. Uh, I don't yeah. think I shed. I don't think I shed my. I shed tears in graduation. No, I didn't either. It was just more like, what's next? This is scary because, like, it, like for four years, that's all you knew. You know. True. I think for me, I was really just looking forward to for to having like like a good time after graduation, hanging out with my with my, with my friends. Who you know, mm-hmm. hey, we get to celebrate because we were out of high school, kind of thing. You know, we 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 had that feeling that we had to just celebrate, which leads us to the next song. I got a feeling by the Black Eyed Peas, which ooh, which ooh. is pretty much a dance song. But hey, you gotta celebrate because it's graduation. 
Yes, it's the same verse over and over again. I'm waiting for the chorus though. Because <laughs> the chorus is stupid. <laughs> the chorus is so stupid. I'm just dancing here. <laughs> okay, never mind. Forget the chorus. But yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah. That song made me do maybe I was doing the um the tree the basic tree tree branch. What do you call it? The basic tree dance. Jersey Shore bitch kind of a uh, dance, basic dance, basic moves where you're just like. Kind I of... I never watched Jersey Shore or have been there, so I have no idea what you're referring to. <laughs> but okay. So for those of you who know, you would know what I'm yes. talking about—the tree branch yeah. dance. <laughs> but 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 speaking of celebration, you know, you're you're kind of like you're celebrating that you got out of high school and you want to just live your life the way you want it to. You kind of like it's kind of like you got away from it, or or as Kelly Clarkson would say, you broke away from it because. Here's the next song, Breakaway by Kelly Clarkson. Aww. So here we go. So it does seem like um, when you graduate from high school or college, you do have the kind of hopeful feeling like I'm gonna do what I want. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, my life is gonna be awesome. You know, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna tackle everything I want to tackle. Yeah, which is why these, um, these songs with uh, a nice slow build up to a big chorus that really gets you emotional is, I think, something that a lot of high school graduates start. Um, relate to because they're facing something big and new and they've been building up this idea their entire high school career that college is going to be awesome you have so much potential in life college is when your life is going to begin where things are going to happen for you blah 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 they're not wrong (laughs) (laughs) so i just want to say they're not wrong i mean they're not wrong college is where i i officially found myself like oh this is who i am supposed to be but yeah but okay, so next song we have, uh, and we, who we are 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 our heroes from from high school that we survived high school, and you would say that we are champions. So yeah, oh yes, we are. <laughs> we are the champions by Queen. It is a staple with graduations because it's kind of like like you know it's it's kind of like a pick me up. Like you did it's it, guys. Like the epitome. We graduated. Of graduation. Like yeah. I paid my dues. So appropriate. Time after time. To the lover. Because <laughs> then you go to juvie. <laughs> oh, we've had a lot of those. No, we made a lot. Pump. 
to be a high schooler and think that the whole world revolves around you. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that you're already a champion simply by graduating high school. Yes. And I guess, I guess <laughs> the people who weren't able to graduate are losers. Oh, <laughs> such is life. No time for losers. <laughs> we are the champions. What is life now, Albert? <laughs> that should be our next segment. <laughs> no, kidding. Our next segment is Goodbye. Like the next song by the Spice Girls. Why don't you explain to me this song? Well... Spice Girls, for those of you who don't know, children, <laughs> was a band back in the late 90s or early 90s or mid 90s. It's a girl pop it was a, band. It was a girl British pop band, which was like the shiznit back then. Everybody wanted to dress like them. Everybody wanted to talk like them, like the Brits. And everybody just wanted like to the be Brits. them and sing all their songs and rock out to them. And Goodbye was one of those songs that really hit you in the bottom of your heart. And want to look at your friends and sing it to them and cry to them simply because it was goodbye. Yes. I, I would say that this wasn't one of the songs I would play. <laughs> not, <laughs> it's not, one of the songs I would play. It's a definitely a girl song. It's a definitely a girl, girl song. Anthem. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely a girl song. And, 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 and like if the lyrics are definitely like a girl friendship goodbye anthem. And in, in the video, you have like, like wolves and cars going by kind of thing. And they're all glittery because they're filthy rich. And like, like, well, I like most high school kids. Furs, platform sneakers. Wait, so this song, is it goodbye to Ginger Spice because she, she left the band? Probably. <laughs> is that where it came from? I mean, it's probably because it's just the four of them singing it. It's just the four of them singing it. Yeah, yeah. But there you go. Those are our, uh, some of our graduation song picks for your graduation, which you'll probably hear some of these songs in your graduation if you are a high schooler that happens to be listening to this podcast. So, so yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Happy graduation, folks. Happy graduation. <laughs> Good luck with life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As of this recording, it's currently 6.32 p.m. on Tuesday, May 14 in Anchorage, Alaska. And it's time we take a look and see what's going on. What's going on is that Disney now completely owns Hulu. 
Hulu. Hulu. Hulu, the streaming service. Actually, they don't completely own it. Not till 2024, I think, was the agreement. Um, wow, that's a long time. Disney essentially promised to buy Hulu uh, or buy Comcast shares of Hulu at uh, at uh, 2024. I should really click on the link to find out what day when it is. <laughs> <laughs> Clicking on link. To this get... is how much homework we do for the show, guys. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, let's see. This is from Vox.com. All of NBC Universal's shows that are currently on Hulu will stay on Hulu for now. Uh, in a year, NBC Universal can also put its shows like Saturday Night Live and This Is Us on its own streaming video service, which hasn't launched yet, but is supposed to be up and running in 2020. In three years, NBC Universal can pull its shows from Hulu completely and put them on its own service. Uh, the Comcast Hulu divorce will be complete by 2024. All of this is separate from Hulu's deal to license NBCU's programming to its for its Hulu Live service, which essentially works like cable TV. Okay. So so essentially, um, Disney promised to buy Hulu uh, in was that four years, three years, yeah, so in four parts years or now. something. Twenty twenty four. So that's five years from now. In five years from now, even though even if Hulu crashed and burned, they they promised to give them money. So oh, okay. and and part of the agreement was that was that they get to essentially control all of Hulu right now immediately. Kind of thing. Oh, that's I see. Yeah. So it's like an agreement kind of situation. Oh, twenty seven point five billion. Mm, wow. Wow. So they'll pay Hulu 27 or they'll pay Comcast 27.5 billion for their shares of Hulu and in agreement they will get all of Hulu right now so they can finally just take advantage of of Hulu the way Hulu. 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 <laughs> and NBC did say they're going to have their own streaming service but the the, the streaming service is not going to be like like a replacement to NBC channel. It's going to be like kind of like uh ad it's an ad-supported free service that has like reruns from NBC shows, kind of thing. So it's not exactly for cord cutters per se, you know. But speaking of NBC, uh, NBC's 2020 streaming service won't be very competitive for cord cutters, and that's by design. I just said that, didn't I? I was explaining. Uh, it's, it's it's ad. I think so it's ad. Uh, it's not ad-free. It has ads, but they said if you're a cord cutter, you can pay something like ten dollars a month for it. Which I don't know why you would, but I think NBC <laughs> won. But I think try NBC the, try that. Uh -uh. Oh, she heard. She actually heard your uh uh. <laughs> I think because he turned around when you said that. Uh uh. Nope, did not. No, fluke. So essentially, uh, NBC is kind of like building up their streaming service so that years from now they'll be ready to go, just in case. Uh, but but yeah, that is the, what what they have in mind, or like I said, that is by their, their design on how it's supposed to work. Speaking of designs, I'm going out of my way here to try and do segues. <laughs> <laughs> Oreo confirms five flavors. So smooth, Albert. Yeah, yeah, smooth. Exactly. That's the way. I, that's the way this show <laughs> runs. Uh, Oreo confirms five flavors for the summer. Uh, these flavors are where is that? These flavors are Oreo s'mores. Mm, okay, Ooh. Oreo tins, latte cream, creme, cream, 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 cream. <laughs> yes, I'm very good at at, at enunciations. You get <laughs> you, you get Oreo marshmallow moon, 
it's like a moon landing 50th anniversary thing. That's pretty cool, actually. It has the moon and the stars into oh, the Oreo thing. I okay. like that one. I Wait, will... you were supposed to do this one last. No, 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 no. no? Okay. <laughs> and then, and, oh, even it has a drawing on a spaceman on the other side of the Oreo. I'm definitely yeah. buying this. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And there's cool. a moon on, and stars on the other side. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I they, think I want to buy this one. They have a limited edition Baskin Robbins mint chocolate chip Oreo. Mm, my friend would like this. That's right. They have a maple cream Oreo, kind of like Canada, I guess. Mm. Oh, I think it's not really Canada. It's just the maple, just the maple leaf. That's why Canada. Oh, okay. Well, maple cream, <laughs> yeah. maple creme. Yeah. So, so for now, that's all Oreo says they will have in the pipeline, you know. But uh, be on the lookout for that over the summer. I'm definitely, oh, cool. I definitely want to get that moon thing. Definitely list. want the moon. The moon thing is awesome. I'm over the moon. You're over the, the moon. moon for the moon. Yes. I'm over, over the moon for the moon. <laughs> All right. Thus, for something from something appetizing to something that's not, the Australian court rules that farting at someone may actually not be bullying. I don't know no? why that's a thing, <laughs> but was it a thing? <laughs> yeah. See, the victim said that his former supervisor, who he called Mr. Stinky, would fart around him five or six times a day and essentially complain that he, he's bullying me by, by, by purposely farting at me. And apparently the Australian Supreme Court said, flatulent did not necessarily constitute bullying. Yeah, was he sitting on him and farting on his face or something? Yeah, like, maybe, I don't understand. Maybe, maybe flatulent. Or was he just like, did he just happen to fart all the time every time he walked around? Yeah, was it on purpose? That done, done in a way where where he purposely did it to the guy or was it just by accident? That's the thing. Right. Uh, the guy alleged that Mr. Short would regularly break wind on him or at him. Mr. Short thinking this to be funny. So it's on purpose then. He will fart behind me and walk away. He would do this five or six times a day. <laughs> Wow, but I may have done it. Oh, yeah, okay. So it does seem like it was on purpose. Uh, but, but it's still farting. But like, apparently not bleeding. It's up to you if you want to be so affected by it, I guess. Hmm. Uh, the guy also accused the guy for being abusive over the phone, using profane language and taunting him. So it does seem like it's bullying. Oh, okay. Maybe the so there were other incidences that. It yeah. wasn't just about the farting. But the court ruled that it's not bullying. I mean, but I, yeah, I think they're out of. Farting is not bullying. But I think they're out of the oh. context. But mm, I don't know. It seems like it's like it seems like it's, it's they're like forcing him to, to to, you know, deal with the with the farting, and there's no consequence about it. Speaking of forcing something on someone, uh, there's a man <laughs> that was forced to shorten fence, uh, gets revenge with naked mannequins. So <laughs> the story here is. Uh, the, oh, for being forced to shorten his fences, a man in Santa Rosa, California, actually, found a way to get even through a hilarious display in his lawn, a nude mannequin garden party. <laughs> so essentially, uh, Jason Windus originally had six-foot fence to keep his dogs uh, in his backyard. Local media, the Press Democrat, first reported and blah, 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 blah. Um, however, he received a notice from the city code enforcer telling him that his fences were above the three-feet maximum height specification for fences. Winners also said in the report that his loyal city hall was also was only responding to a complaint from an unknown neighbor. It is very serious. They made me, they made me freak out. They were going to find me every day. It wasn't taken down. So he took matters into his own hands and set up a nude mannequin garden party as a way to protest against the rule. So if you click on the link, you can see that uh, nude mannequin garden party. It actually looks pretty <laughs> scary. <laughs> it's kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah, this is very much, yeah, yeah. Hmm. 
Part of his protest was a sign addressed to his still anonymous neighbor, which read, Reserve seat to the nosy neighbor that complained about my fence to the city. All right. Um, speaking I never understood why people would, would complain that your fence is too high. Like, mm-hmm. do you want to see what's going on in your yard? Is that why it's too high? Uh, I'm sure there's a whole story behind that. Yeah, but you know, f- forcing forcing this on the public—I don't know if it's a good thing either. But whatever. But speaking of the force, it's official. The first Star Wars film after Rise of Skywalker will be from the Game of Thrones showrunners, uh, Weiss and ben- Benioff. So, Woo! so that oh, should, that's going to be awesome. That should be interesting. That should be interesting. So, like I said, and I think in a previous episode, I or off topic or whatever, I, I mentioned that Weiss and Benioff actually did not do anything really important or significant before they were given Game of Thrones. So this will this will essentially be their first movie project after Game of Thrones, which was their first TV project. So <laughs> yeah, for so for for first timers, they're doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. First Game of Thrones, then Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh one more one more episode. It's gonna of- be, we're gonna have like eight seasons of of <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. No, I think they said they were gonna they were given a trilogy. So they're gonna have three movies. That they I'm just going to run for like eight seasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, a, it's not a TV show. It's a, it's a movie. I know. I'm just yeah. being stupid. Yes. Okay. 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 And that's what's going on. Before we talk about whatever we're going to talk about next, uh, just in case the listeners actually care, Ruthie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Instagram at grace13. That's G-R-R-A-C-E-1-3 for random picks, food picks, travel picks, cat picks, DIY picks, and stuff picks? I don't know. What <laughs> stuff picks? You can also find me on my other Instagram handle, b.entwined. That's B-E dot E-N-T-W-I-N-E-D for party favor needs, um, wedding ideas, bridal shower ideas, uh, gender reveal parties, decoration ideas, yeah, other decorative stuff. Check right. it out. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can find me on the I Saw the Movie blog for my non-sports movie reviews, which I've been really slacking lately. Don't worry, folks. I'll, I'll get back to that. Um, you can find me on the weekly comic strip that I do with Lewis and the Extra Stuff, Extra Spoils podcast, which later on this month, we will, I will be releasing a bunch of outtakes from uh, this show as well as the Geekdom Fancast and whatnot. Uh, if you want to send us email, send it to whowhatworstwhy at gmail.com. If you want to leave a quick comment, leave it at our Instagram page, our Facebook page, or on the website itself. If you want to show your support, head over to whowhatworstwhy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find out about the Y-Axis.com. All the links and information can be found at whowhatworstwhy.com. So over the weekend, there was a particular episode of this really popular show where the character did... And about turn, and a lot of people are freaking out. Mm. Since we're not talking mm-hmm. spoilers here, we're not talking spoilers mm-hmm. here. I'm gonna go ahead and relate it to another genre. Let's say professional wrestling. All right. So, for example, you got somebody like I don't know, The Rock, right? So The Rock is, I believe, originally he was a bad guy, if I remember, if I remember correctly, and then he became a good guy. In the WWE. Yes, he was. I think it was a bad guy. Then became a good guy. Then became a bad guy. Something hmm. that in wrestling, that's what's called a heel turn. That's when a hero becomes a villain. Oh, okay. Right? So essentially, if you really love this fictional character or actor or person or whatever, and then they do something that you do not agree with, 
it kind of like breaks your heart kind of thing. You you either you either dumbfounded by not accepting what just happened, or or you're just saddened by the fact that you wasted your time following this person. You were then, investing your then, emotions in this person. Yeah, and then you were betrayed, right? Is that kind of a thing? I mean, for the one particular show we're referring to, uh, I'll save my opinions for the next episode where we're going to talk about about the last season and that episode next week with Jaming. So, but for this one, uh, I was reading articles about it, and then somebody somebody pointed out a psychologist actually pointed out that this is what they call a parasocial relationship. Okay, so to quote this, parasocial relationships are one sided relationships where one person extends emotional energy, interest, and time, and the other party. The, pers- uh, the persona is completely unaware of the other's existence. Parasocial hmm. relationships are more, most common with celebrities, organizations such as sports teams or, or businesses or television stars and whatnot, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Essentially, hmm. essentially this is my, my whole thing, what I said uh, episodes ago about how I don't really want to be friends with celebrities anymore or whatever mm-hmm. because if they do something that I'm not going to agree with, uh, it's just going to break my heart. So I, I may as well just not stop. I know people say it's better to have loved and lost than to, ever, than, to, than to never love. But for this case, yeah, but that's a different saying because it applies to when you're you, when you've had requited love. This really? is unrequited love. That's it. That's it. Because <laughs> if you think about it, it, if if you're like a Doesn't big it? if you're like a big <laughs> pro wrestling fan, and then you, and then your your favorite wrestler, you know, that you've been following for years, and then he suddenly became a bad person, and you're like, you don't you don't agree with it. Did it, did it really ruin all those years that you followed him when he was a hero? Mm. Did it really? Did it? Did it? Didn't it? Didn't it? I don't think it did. You know, it's like nah. it's part of the journey. Sure, it, it was a bumpy end or a bumpy turn into the in the journey, but it's part of that relationship that you yourself have committed to. I guess so. Yeah. It's kind of like the beginning of the Force Awakens when, you know, it looked like there was hope between Kylo Ren and Rey. Uh huh. And you're just Spoilers. like, can you, can you make, can you make Jedi babies? Can you, can you? <laughs> and then you're like, no, if you Kylo Ren, why? That's actually, that's actually not a bad example. It's a spoiler, it's a spoiler example, but, but it's actually not a bad example. Yeah, exactly like that. It's like your expectations were not met and you're just disappointed. So either you, some people take it the hard way. They take it, they get really disappointed, and other people kind of. And they really voice it out on re- social media. Uh, they, yes, they do. And then, <laughs> and then there are those who just kind of accept that this is how life is, and and then not everybody is going to be able to meet all your expectations every single and time. It's all fictional. <laughs> and yeah, and in this case, it is all fictional kind of thing. And then you can debate whether whether the writers were were right to do that, or if they were justified to do that. You know, and then you can debate. So basically, you're at you're at the point of denial, going like, "No, no, this was robbed from me. It's not my fault. It's their fault for for doing what they did." Well, however, m- film and media and TV shows and storylines are just as much like art. It will provoke some sort of emotion from you, whether it's pleasant or unpleasant. Correct. And in this case, this is a turn. It, it's it's kind of artist that creates an abstract. Um, painting or sculpture that makes you feel uneasy, and in this case, this, in these cases, it, the filmmakers make an episode where that makes viewers feel uneasy and cause reactions. Yes. You can't let people just feel nice the entire time, right? But then a lot of people they want that comfort, the comf- the comfort of of knowing what they expect to happen, and and jumping into a situation where they they did not expect. 
and they don't want to expect or they don't want they don't want to know is very unsettling for them. Sounds like a sounds like every un- other unsuccessful relationship. <laughs> right. Which I mean I mean it, it is testament to the fact that that they were able to get a strong emotional reaction from such from such a, a big giant change in the character and whatnot. Uh, and once again, people argue, well, it, it wasn't a big giant change. It was actually like they, they they led to this. This this shouldn't be a surprise. I gotta say. And then their dozer saying it's a big giant change. It's it's a betrayal to the character and whatnot. So yeah, it's a very divisive. This particular story, which we'll talk about next week, <laughs> is a very divisive <laughs> subject. But but yes. I but I wanted to like once again emphasize the whole thing with the parasocial relationship. And uh, and what uh, it, it, to me it's it still tells me, don't do it. <laughs> don't get into this kind of relationship with with people or figures or fictional stuff that that you don't have any control over. It, it just I say no, nay, nay, nine, 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 nine. Oh my God. No, God, no, God, <laughs> please, no, no. If that wasn't enough. Nope. Yeah, so I'm saying nope. <laughs> nope to nope. that. Nope. Nope. So just or at least keep your emotions in check. Just understand yeah. that if you get betrayed. <laughs> You're the only one by a hurt- fictional character. Yeah, yeah you, you're the only one that's hurting, right? Not, <laughs> not the celebrity, not the character, not not. Well, not- maybe your fellow viewers, some of your fellow viewers, but no one actually. It's not real. Yeah, it's not real. It's not a real relationship. Hence, para, para, para social relationship. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening. This was episode 236 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Wears Whenever. Bye.